just work. Mm. Be committed. Have faith that if you put in the effort, everything else falls into place. There it is. Um, and be committed. Mm. We're growing. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, you know, there's so much opportunity now. Yeah. I would even say more than when I started. Yes. Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We're at the home office in Thomasville, Georgia, and like usual, we are all fired up. Today, we have a very, very special guest, somebody we've been trying to get on the podcast for a minute, somebody with an amazing story. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest for today is Mr. Eric Mitchell. Eric, how are, how are you today? I'm wonderful. Couldn't be better. So just to kind of get an introduction, because you know our, our sales force is our primary audience for this podcast, what is your title with Senior Life? My title currently is Vice President of Financial Compliance, primarily over the operational accounting. Um, and recently, I was voted in as treasurer of the company. Oh, nice. Congratulations. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm sure it'll go well. I'm sure it'll go well. Uh, what are some of the, being, being in your position, what are some of the things that you do? What are some of your regular duties? Well, as it applies to the agents, I manage their agent's account. Mm -hmm. I handle their commissions. Uh, month-end commissions, which right. is always the favorite part of the month for everybody. <laughs> right. Um, our persistency calculations. Mm. And when it comes time to file financial statements, I assist in getting all of the reports, mm -hmm. the financial filings, um, making sure everything reported is accurate. Okay. Um, there's a lot of other things in between, but those are... A lot of the primary stuff I do. Absolutely. So you've been with Senior Life a very long time. So I've been here now over 11 years, and there's only a, a handful of people here that beat me as far as time being with the company. <laughs> when did you start with Senior Life? I actually started August of 2004. Wow. Um, and uh, done many different roles. Well, with different roles. So say, tell me your title again. Vice President of Financial Compliance. But you started out as a construction worker. <laughs> well, yeah, we can say that. So, um, you know, one of the things we always talk about agents and our opportunity, it doesn't matter about your background, but it, it appears in, in the home office that can be the case as well. Your, your story of how you even became a member of the Senior Life family is pretty interesting. How did you get introduced to working at the home office? Well, I'll take a couple of steps back before I met Ron. Okay. Um, I went to college for criminal justice. Okay. <laughs> wound up in insurance. Right. But, um, studied physics when I first started in college. <laughs> okay. Found out that wasn't for me. Right. Uh, yeah. Switched to criminal justice. Right. Gave my parents whiplash with that change. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, finished college, left college, um, moved home back to Thomasville. Mm -hmm. uh, helped my parents run a restaurant. Okay. You know, enjoyed that, did well, um, but I we decided to close the place. Mm -hmm. And after that, I worked in another restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, then, you know, restaurant business wasn't for me. Right. 
So I began assisting my stepdad in building Ron's house. Okay. <laughs> Physics to criminal justice to restaurant to construction. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and before that, I did fireworks at an amusement park. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> so, that's, that is quite a resume. It is. It is. Um, yeah, when I was promoted to a company officer, I had to do a biographical affidavit, and they go back 20 years. Oh, wow. So I was reminded of all the different things. <laughs> okay, so you're well-versed. You got, uh, got brushed up to speed yeah. on all of that. So yeah. uh, you're, working on, you're working with your stepdad. You're doing construction. You're working on building Ron's house. Yes. Um, and, you know, I would see Ron quite a bit. Um, see all the Powells quite a bit. Right. They'd come out there and, you know, they're, they're such personable people. Yeah. You know, Tammy'd come out there and she'd, we'd be on break and she'd stand around and talk with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd have Sally on her hip. Right. And, you know, just, just everyday folks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ron's, he, he does what Ron does. He tells you what we do and the opportunity and, yeah. <laughs> and, your, and, your, and your, uh, your mind just, you, you start thinking about, where you can go and what you can do. Right. Um, you know, so I like to tell people my first two interviews was standing next to a couple of sawhorses. <laughs> um, right. Cutting uh, studs to measurement right. for the house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he saw something in me. Maybe I didn't even see it in myself mm. um, at that time. And he offered me an opportunity to come give things a shot at the home office. Mm. Okay. I, I was kind of shy. Really? And yeah, very much. <laughs> okay. And and had trouble calling folks on the phone. Okay. So he moved me into the lead department. Okay. And uh, in the lead department, I seemed to do better. Right. Um, there's a lot of technicalities and and a lot of math and a lot of a lot of numbers in the lead department. A lot of numbers. A lot of um, numbers. You know, I think it's a it's an interesting department to work in. Right. You know, and at that time. We didn't have everything that we have now. We right. Would, I would literally sort by zip code the paper leads that came in, mm. map them out for our agents mm. um, if they needed it. Right. And we'd send the packages out and charge uh, on Friday or Thursday, right. whatever day you know, and charge them out Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that's way different than how things are done now. You know. <laughs> um. But I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it, it was, you know, I got to know all of our RVPs that were here at the time. Right. Um, and that's where I started learning from them, this okay. business. Okay. In addition to Ron and, you know. Right. And I think some of that role really opened me up to be able to get over the nervousness of dealing with folks. Right. And, you know, our RVPs are such good people that mm-hmm. they're willing to teach, even yeah. the folks in the home office. You just have to listen. <laughs> yes, very true. You know. Very true. Um, so you, you managed to work your, your way up in that department, but you've worked as the head of a lot of departments yeah. in the home yeah. office. Kind of give me a rundown, if you can remember, well, all the different departments that you've run <laughs> here at Senior Life. Well, from, from the lead department, I think, you know, I left – the lead department in 2008 mm-hmm. to go be a full-time agent. Okay. Um, an agency manager. Right. In a call center that we had at the time. Right. Um, took the leap and 
did well. Mm. Did really well. Right. Um, That's actually, I think you were doing that when I started with the company. Really? I believe so, because that's whenever I first met you. We had done a push week uh, in Albany, Georgia at yeah. the time. And uh, that's when I also learned that you could cook very well, because I believe you cooked at that one yeah, as well. Yeah, I do, I do a lot of the cooking for our events. Let me. I'm just going to talk directly to everybody <laughs> listening. One of the best steaks I've ever had in my life was at a senior life event, and it was one that you had actually cooked. It was absolutely amazing. So, you know, when we have events, we bring people to cater, we do things, and everybody's like, oh, that place is great, that place. I make sure that I am at the event that you're, even if it's burgers on the grill, if you're the one cooking, I always make sure that I'm there. Well, you know, I I, I take a lot of pride in that, and I enjoy it. Absolutely. You know, um, I do a lot of cooking at the house. Right. Um, my wife, I think she'd eat steak every night. <laughs> you know, uh, so I've gotten pretty good at cooking steaks. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you were you were working as an agency manager mm-hmm. uh, in Albany, and it was going very well. Yes, but you did wind up coming back after that. Um, so what was that? Why why did you go from doing well as an agent to coming back to the home office? Well, you know, at that time, um, I don't think that the commitment that it takes to be an agent mm. was right for me and my family. Okay. And you have to be honest with yourself. Right. You know, I saw the opportunity, love the opportunity, but, you know, Ron called and offered me an opportunity at the home office. I got you. And... So you had to weigh your options. I weighed my options mm-hmm. and... He made the opportunity at the home office great. Hmm. And, you know, so my wife and I, we thought about it. We prayed about it. Right. Um, and I didn't, I didn't look at it as giving up. Right. Because the opportunity is so big, you know, in sales. But I seem to get more personally rewarded by helping our agents. Yeah. I get more out of that. Yeah. So I made the decision to come back to the home office. And when you came back, what department were you in? <laughs> I was director of policy services. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we handled all of the new business. Yes. And this was before Slice. Yes. No, I remember. I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> we would get mounds of applications in through UPS. Yes. Um, Keel men daily. It, it was a, it was it was a beast. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. I enjoyed it and learned a lot back in the rhythm of dealing with our RVPs, mm-hmm. getting to know some of our agents. Right. Because um, they they had grown uh, a lot at that point. Yes. I mean, we're light years beyond what we were at that time, but even then was even more from whenever you were there previous. Yes, and the growth at that time, it, it when I came back. It seemed like, you know, we even took another jump in growing than what I did when I was when I left the lead department. Yeah. I mean, it was we were we were getting it done. Yeah, I started learning persistency calculations, more about agent balances, mm-hmm. um, some of the financial stuff from right. our former CFO. Yeah, um, he started teaching me a lot of that. Yeah, he started teaching me a lot of <clears throat> the agent commissions. Mm-hmm. Um, how we pay them out at the end of the month, right. how the advanced structure works. Right. Um, 
And so I began learning that and, and developing a lot of interest into it. Have you always just been good with numbers? Have numbers always attracted you, even though you said you, you did physics? And I don't know enough about physics to know well, there's a lot know, of numbers involved. Physics, but. calculus, you know, trig, all that is numbers. Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've always enjoyed working with numbers. I got you. Um, but I've never, I, at that time, I never really worked in the numbers in the financial part. I got you. You know, it'd always be how fast is this train going, you know, how many feet, you know, right. crazy all, stuff like that. All the stuff I failed <laughs> in school. But, you know, I started learning that, and then we, we, we made some other changes where I was promoted to director of operations. Yes. That included um, taking over some of the role in the accounting department, yeah. licensing department, mm-hmm. um, and we were growing so fast that it was we were constantly having to evolve. Yes, you know, which, we did. Yes, and and doing our best to stay ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tried to start developing some more automated systems. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the original app input with which some of us older folks remember. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was a bit cumbersome. Uh, well, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> but. It was what we had at the time. Yeah. You know, and even then it was better than manually. It, was, it, was, an, so, it was an improvement. That is true. Um, that is true. So we moved in this office. Yes. And that's 2013. 2013. September yes. of 2013, I believe is when it yes. was. And um, we had, you know, at that time I was director of operations. Yes. And we were growing so fast. Yes. Um, I would say that maybe the role got a little big for me. Okay. You know? Just being honest. And I had to take a step back, if you will. Okay. Um, You know, I actually came out of that role Mm -hmm. and moved into the financial compliance department. Right. You know, helping do premium taxes, annual filings. Um, No, you were under Nick Murray. Yes. Uh, I began working direct with Nick Murray. What was that like? Because... Nick Murray is a very, very by the rules, very straightforward. He is that. Some may may call him intimidating. Well, you know, I was about to say that. I was extremely intimidated at the start. Yeah. But as I got to know him and worked with him closely and worked for him and saw how willing he was to teach, all you had to do was ask. Absolutely. And... You know, I developed a very close relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he brought me through a lot. When I had to take the step back out of the role, the operations role, right? Um, he helped me kind of start developing myself again. I got you. And uh, he he brought me a long way, right? And so everybody knows Nick is this. Uh, very straightforward. Yes. <laughs> and he is. Yes. But that's what I needed. I got you. Um, and he helped me learn so much. Mm. And even, you know, helped me get my FLMI, mm-hmm. which is, you know, your fellow life management institute through Loma. Yes. Which is basically 
equivalent to a four-year degree in life insurance company management. Right. You know, he nudged me along to finish that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he, as part of a yearly evaluation, told me that the company was going to help me get my accounting degree. Mm. So here we go. Right. Okay, so, you know, a lot of the processes that I was doing, right. I knew how to do them, right. knew what I was doing, but right. I didn't know the why. Mm. And he wanted me to learn the why. I got you. So I started with that and working through that, learned so much. I was promoted back up into management to oh. financial compliance manager. Yeah, definitely. You know, so starting to get back going again. Yeah. And uh, he and Senior Life promoted me to vice president of financial compliance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, the, the road's been weird yeah. and long, yeah. but you know, and then Nick left and, uh, Leanne and I kind of took over the reins. Yes. Um, now when you say Nick left for the people listening, Nick actually still works on the board with yes. senior life and he's very much a participant in that aspect. Uh, but he has officially retired and he's still available on speed dial and he's still so. available on speed dial. So <laughs> Nick is around uh, quite a bit. I see him about every month when they have their board meetings and everything. So he's uh, it's one of those things, you know, we do kind of, you know, we say senior life all your life, but for a lot of people that is a very, he's still very in relevant it. You term. Know, um, uh, you know, after he retired, I went out to his place and out to his farm. I had to, I had to help him with notarize some paperwork. Right. And I was in there with the goats and the llamas. <laughs> right. And I didn't have the heart to tell him at the time, but I am terrified of farm animals. <laughs> but, <laughs> and we're getting off on a tangent here, but I still think it's great. Whatever, you know. Hey, um... I didn't have a heart to tell him at the time. So right. next time he was here for a board meeting, I'm like, Nick, you know, if I ever have to come out there again, right. can we stand outside the fence, please? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he's still available to help, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's great. And, Absolutely. And, and, you know, but over the past few years, we've, uh, you know, like I say, Leanne and I, we've 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 kind of taken the reins, mm-hmm. and, and we've 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 done well. Not yeah. in a Mr. Beat. He's helped us along the way. He's answered questions, and, right? You know, we. We're excited about where we're headed and excited about the accomplishment of being able to pick up from where he left off and and, and, and kind of keep his accuracy and everything in place. Yes, because he was a very accurate and (laughs) very accurate man. (laughs) Well, you know, just his teachings helped me get there. Absolutely. You know, but the whole time I was learning from him, I was also learning, you know, how to deal with agents. Mm-hmm. I had the sales knowledge. Right. Which helps me see more of what our agents go through. Right. And the important thing for our home office, we're a sales-driven company. Yes. We need to make sure that everything we tell them on their onboarding process and everything, we actually come through on. Yes. And that's a huge thing for me. Absolutely. Um. And so I think me being an agent yeah. and sales and leads and now in the financial aspect, I can look at things from so many different perspectives. Right. And it helps me so much, the experience that I've had, 
to be able to always try to act in the best interest of the agent and the company. Mm. You're able to find that balance. Well, find the balance and just be able to communicate with the agents in a way that helps them know that we care. Right. But, you know, we can't always say yes on yeah. everything. Yeah. But I like to be able to, you know, I've developed a lot of communication skills from right. going from somebody who could not make a phone call. <laughs> right. Because when you started, you said you had a hard To somebody time. who was an agent that yeah. their last week in the business wrote 16000 in premium. Oh, wow. Um, I did not know Last that. week that's, in the business or, you know, in this full-time sales as, business. As an agent, yeah. You know, so I can go back and if anybody wants to challenge, I can, <laughs> I believe I can still outright a lot of folks. There you go. So have some of that. <laughs> keep it real. <laughs> Definitely keep it real. I don't know. So we got some superstars now that'd be hard to beat. There are. <laughs> we, we do have a, a large, that, that, uh, the top agent list has a lot of superstars. Yeah, in it. And, yeah. And that's what's so exciting. Yes. Is to see where we're headed. Definitely. You know, one thing we talk about in a lot of these interviews is mentorship. Yes. And obviously Nick Murray was uh, a heavy influence on you and a, and a large mentor. Uh, but like we talked at the beginning of the podcast, you got your shot from Ron Powell. Yeah. So what is what is Ron Powell? What does he mean to you? What has he done for you as far as like your career? Like what does Ron Powell mean to you? He he means so much. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've ever wanted to learn, he has given me the opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I have you know never run the claims department or anything, but yeah. I. I I've helped in claims, you know, I've, I've helped in IT, Yeah. you know, by no means am I a programmer, right. but you know, our IT departments, we've, we've had a good time. They've helped me learn some of the processes, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the how and the why, right. you know, but where I'm going with that is anything I've ever wanted to learn, he's been willing to give me the opportunity to learn. Mm. Um, what does that mean to you? Everything. Um, it means that I will be able to help this company in more ways than just being a numbers guy. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's learning stuff is probably my favorite thing. So okay. him giving me the opportunity to do my favorite thing there you go. is huge. But along the way, you know, he's taught me to take a common sense approach to everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and he's allowed me to make decisions. Yeah. And if I don't necessarily make the right one, doesn't beat you up about it. Mm-hmm. You know, says, "Hey, that's all right, but here's maybe how we should have handled it." Right. You know, because honesty really with Ron is the best policy. Like Absolutely. He just wants you to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, right or wrong, good or bad, mistake or correction. He just wants you to be honest. Yeah. And so he's going to be honest with you. Hey, I messed up. Yeah. You know, I'd be willing to say that. Yeah. On any level. Right. Hey, I messed up. You know, but then he'll teach you how to work through it. Yeah. And seeing him go through what he's went through yeah. is so inspiring. Absolutely. Um, and, and and I'll never forget that when when he got hurt. Right. Um, it's funny the day that we're sitting here doing this podcast, you know. But that. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's I, I actually even, been on my mind. I didn't even think about that. Um, 
me and Ashley got the call and we took off to Augusta and just couldn't couldn't think of not being there. Had to be there. Right. Um you know, he's he's like family yeah. to me. Right. Because he's taught me so much. Mm-hmm. Persevered through so much struggle. Right. And is such an inspiration. Right. To everybody. Yeah. You know, um, that it's just, it's been an amazing ride with him. Yeah. Learning, um, doing, having the opportunity to do, right. be hands-on, um, getting the opportunity to go places I probably would have never been able to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Um, having the op trusting me to be one on one with our agents, yeah. Um, giving me that opportunity, and, and and the more time you spend with the agents, the more you try to help folks, yeah. The the more better we all get, absolutely. And that's something that he's instilled in me, absolutely. Whenever you were coming on board back in two thousand and four, working construction, do you feel like? You had a plan and everything was going to work out, or were you trying to were you trying to find your path at the time? And then Ron opened that door. Ron opened the door for me. Um, you know, when I started, I had to. You know, Ashley and I got married in you know December of '04, right? And between her and him, kind of. I was a wild man, to say the least. <laughs> right. I, I was a lot different person back then. We're not going to share all those no, stories on this podcast. No, no. You, you've, I've actually shown you some of the pictures. Yes. But, uh, um, and now they're burned in my mind. Yeah, buddy. The kilt. But anyway, uh, no, he helped me, and Ashley helped me. See that here's a path where I can have a career. Right. Um, so I locked in mm. and just believed. Yeah. And like I say, had the opportunity to learn and do anything that I wanted. Right. You know, so if I could say something to anybody at the home office, right. the opportunity's real. Mm. I mean, I can honestly say that I've lived the American dream. Mm. I went from struggling right to where i am now yeah um you just have to work yeah and you have to stay on the path mm -hmm. um and believe but ron you know everything he's ever told me right that would happen right has happened mm. but i had to do my part Right. And you have to remember that. Right. On the agent level, the home office level. Right. It doesn't matter what level. Um, you've got to do your part. Mm. You do your part and stay focused. Everything will take care of itself. Absolutely. So. Somebody that, that shows you a lot of support that you've mentioned, somebody that helps you stay focused, uh, your wife. Boy, I tell you what. We talk about why with accounting. <laughs> we talk about why whenever you are learning uh, stuff with IT, like we talked about why, why, why. Well, one of your biggest whys would obviously, obviously be your two kids and your wife. What does your wife mean to you uh, whenever it comes to 
keeping you on track when it comes to keeping you focused because she's at a ton of events. I've seen her a million yeah. times. She's always been so amazingly supportive. Uh, how does how has that helped you uh, through your ups and your downs and your transitions and all of that? There is absolutely no way I would be um, at Senior Life if it weren't for her. Mm. She has put up with so much. Right. <laughs> my frustrations, my changes in roles, my just coming home with so much on my mind right. that, uh, you know, sometimes she gives me some tough love. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. You need to, you, you need, Eric. You need to tighten up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she also knows how to be there for me. Yeah. And uh, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Absolutely. So. I get too emotional when I talk about that. So, <laughs> this is the most emotional podcast we've had thus far. Yeah, goodness gracious, <laughs> you're trying to kill me. No, she, the family, my family, they're all so supportive. Yeah. Um, as you move up in your roles, right? More time is taken, right? You know, I'll come home, I'll uh, log in on the laptop, just like I'm sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. And keep working. Yeah. You know, she she never says a word. Mm. She knows. She understands that <clears throat> sometimes you just have to do that. Right. You have to go the extra mile. Right. And, you know, from there to the relationships, she, she's developed with a lot of our old-time agents and all. I mean, right. she's... She's on a first name basis with all of them. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Yeah, she's been around long enough that she even understands the business. Yeah. So she she does a great job when we're out with folks, and mm-hmm. I, I've, you know, um, I'm very thankful that for what she's done for me, and I can say I wouldn't be here without her. There you go. There you go. Let's talk about a fun story. Yes, please. Goodness. Uh, you met Beyonce once. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's um, crazy. One of the biggest superstars in the world. Uh, you met. What yeah, was, I did. Was, was, real quick, what was that about? <clears throat> well, I think I mentioned that I, I, I did fireworks for yes. an amusement park. Um, it was Labor Day, and Destiny's Child mm. played at the amusement park that night. Right. Um, well, many times, you know, if we had folks come in, uh, they'd want to ride rides after, after the park closed. Right, right. Well... Destiny's Child put into Ride Rides. There you go. I'm like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, kids hanging all over us. We could not get the park empty. Right. This was the first time I'd ever had a full police escort around me. Cause oh, wow. I was head of the rides department. And right. So I would be the one to run the roller coasters right. or whatever for them. So anyway, here we go walking through the park. With Beyonce. Right. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. And, it's Beyonce. <laughs> and I forget, uh, Kelly, I forget all the other members, but right. we all know Beyonce. Yes. Um, well, the first roller coaster we come up to, um, we load her on. Um, she hands me this ring. Mm. Um, actually, no, it was Kelly that handed me the ring okay. to hold. And the bodyguard there said he'd hold it. She's like, no, let him hold it. Oh, wow. So I slipped it on my pinky. Right. Didn't think anything else about it. Right. Well, they rode that ride, and uh, they weren't letting a lot of people get pictures with them because right. it's a slippery slope. You let one, then you have hundreds of people around waiting right. for pictures. Right. 
Um, but I asked when we came off the roller coaster, I said, hey, you think I can get a picture with you? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, honey, sure. You, you've you've uh, been taking us around ride rides. Um, you know, just down to earth, great. Yeah. And uh, so we stood there next to the roller coaster and she said, uh, well, put your arms around us. I'm like, Honey, I've been out here 16 hours today. I'm not about to lift my arms up. I remind you, it's Labor Day, hottest point of the year. Right. And she leaned over and she said, um, I did Disney Channel this morning. I'm doing your show now. Right. And uh, she said, I'm headed out again. She said, I haven't had a shower in two days, so put your arm around oh, me. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so just down to earth. So right, right. I know I had when I... I sent you that picture a while back, but speaking of like the the magic of video editing, uh, we're gonna put the picture on the screen <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was a few pounds lighter then. Okay, uh, but you know maybe you can recognize me. Right, a lot, lot, lot less gray hair. I'm sure that we can pick you out of Destiny's Child. Well, you know I hope I, I'm good looking now. But no, so keep going. I remind you, Kelly gave me that ring. Yeah. Well. They finished riding rides. We walked them back to their tour bus. Uh, they're headed to the airport, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get out to the parking lot and realize I still have this ring on my finger. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, goodness. Yeah. So I, I ran full bore and managed to catch the bus. Wow. I banged on the bus door. Bodyguard opens it. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's my story with Destiny's Child. There you go. You know, I met a lot of folks out there, but, you know, you, a lot of you musical artists and everything are right. a lot more down to earth. Yeah, definitely. So, you definitely. Know, it, it, but, yes, Beyonce. That was the one that you shared with me, so I wanted to make sure that we uh, talked about it on the podcast. Um, just to wrap everything up, yeah, I always try to give our guests, is there anything else that you want to mention, you want to say, anything you want to address before we get out of here today? You know, to our agents is a big thing. Yes. Um, the home office is behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to do whatever we can to help you in your day-to-day stuff. Right. To help you be successful. We want to offer the tools to help you be successful. We're not perfect by any means. Right. Um, and we've got a long way to go. We're trying every day. We're trying to get more automated to give our agents more tools at their fingertips mm-hmm. to 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 just be innovative, to yeah. be ahead of the curve, to yeah. be ahead of the game. You know, in some of the conferences I go to. We're known as the company that's ahead of the curve. Mm. And, you know, Slice leads the way. Right. Um, to be able to offer the stuff that we have for them yeah. and then try to ensure that our home office understands that our agents, you know, while working to put food on their table. Mm-hmm they're also helping to put food on mine. Absolutely. And every day when you can help someone and see instant results, right? Just with a phone call. Right. Um you know, that's that's huge for me. And that's that's one of the reasons I came back mm-hmm. is to help from within. Right. To help our agents. I'm I'm very rewarded just being able to to, to help them and, and do what I can to help them be successful. Right. You know, the home office folks, the staff here, just watch it again. Listen to my story. Mm. You know, 
it's hard to see the opportunity sometimes because right. you get wrapped up in your day to day stuff. Right. Um, just work. Mm. Be committed. Have faith that if you put in the effort, everything else falls into place. There it is. Um, and be committed. Mm. We're growing. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, you know, there's so much opportunity now. Yeah. I would even say more than when I started. Yes. Because we're growing so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, our agents are picking it up and laying it down. I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and we, they've got so much more to come. Yes. That creates opportunity in the home office too. Yeah. So if you're having a bad day, remember somebody, you know, on that other end of the line, maybe having a bad day. Help each other. Yeah. Um, do what you can to go the extra mile for folks. Mm-hmm. Do what you can to go the extra mile for the person sitting next to you. Um, just understand that without each other, agents, home office, we can't make it. Right. So, you know, just in closing, understand the opportunity. On the sales side, the home office side, I've done it both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I could go out right now and be successful in the sales world. Right. I know that I can be successful at the home office. Right. Um, listen to your mentors. We've done it. Learn. You know, listen to your RVPs. Your manager, they've done it, learn it, see the opportunity, right. and, and grab it, work for it. Absolutely. I mean, our business, you know, <laughs> watching Rob Ellsbury's podcast, he, he's, you know, he says it's not complicated. Mm-hmm. Don't overcomplicate things. Right, yeah, definitely. Um, just see the path and take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that we're headed for great things. There you go. We're... Uh, this industry knows us now. That they do. <laughs> and uh, that's a great feeling Definitely. to know that I'm a part of that. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Eric, I greatly appreciate your time today. Uh, I've told this to Kent before, but I've never told you directly that you are a huge inspiration for me personally. Uh, watching you go through what you've gone through to start as humble as you did <clears throat> and be able to move up the way that you have uh, to know that your path was not set, but you still... yeah. Every time you got knocked down, you got right back up and grabbed the bulls by, bull by the horns. And so I just admire you a lot. I respect you a lot, but you do inspire me every single day. Well, I appreciate that. It means a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, Eric Mitchell. <laughs> and like we uh, say on every podcast, like we say every day, it is uh, senior life, all your life. All your life. There it is. <laughs>